0: South Alabama, who's 10 and 3 last year, 5 and 1 on the road, uh, beat Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State this year. Last year, led UCLA the whole whole game on the road, lost at the end. Uh, tied for conference championship with Troy last year, but lost the head-to-head. A lot of a lot of players, a lot of really talented players on that team. Well coached, good football team. Be a big challenge.
1: Coach, have you seen the last three weeks being on the road? Have you seen it take its toll on your guys? Emotionally, physically? Well, you know, in
0: this business, you got to overcome all the obstacles, all the adversity, and you can't have crutches and excuses. So it's a situation we knew we had to push through. Uh, You know, in this business and uh, as a player uh, in college football, um, you don't always feel good, you don't feel refreshed. Everybody's bodies are a little beat up. and it's just something you got to push through. So uh, hopefully we've had a chance to kind of catch up a little bit. It's going to be an early game Saturday, 10, uh, 12 o'clock. And uh, we got to be ready for, for kickoff. But uh, I do, th- I do th- think that uh, like in the locker room at halftime, for instance, when I walked in, I noticed there wasn't a, sort of a general excitement about how we had played in the first half. And, I, you know, I tried to put a charge in the team before we came out in the second half. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, we uh, we got done what we needed to get done.
1: You know, we've talked about this a little bit, and you and I chatted on, on Saturday after the game, just about how resilient this team has been. And you you talked in preseason just, you know, trying to figure out this team, don't know this team yet, knew last year and what they could overcome against App State and Georgia State and, or, and those teams and everything. Have you found out a lot about this team during this, this four-week stretch?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you learn about your team every game. And I think you know my quotes about our team have been well-documented after the Bucknell game in Virginia and Troy and Utah State. That's all in the past. It's a new challenge now. And uh, you know we've got, to, we've got to have the right mindset. We've got to have winning preparation, winning focus, practice winning habits on the practice field to put ourselves in the best position Saturday. Because, you know, practice and prep really does count. <laughs> and there's a lot of time that goes into it. So uh, it's early in the week. We're off to a pretty good start.
1: For the most part, has this been a good practice team this year?
0: Yeah. Um, I you know, expressed my displeasure uh, after the Tuesday after Virginia. Uh, but we've had fairly consistent practices but see now we're at a point where the reps are so limited and there's always new things that go into a game plan and it's impossible to cover every multiple that can happen if they present a new defense or offensive formation or motion and so that that's why like the focus and urgency in the season now and these is so critical You just can't have any kind of complacency at all about you in all three phases. We got huge challenges this week. Our punt team, you know, they they, put outstanding pressure on the punter. They have a great punt returner, and uh, our punt return team, you know, they they faked four punts last year, and uh, so um, we'll work on kickoff, kickoff return, PAT, field goal tomorrow.
1: You mentioned that Kidwell was out yesterday for the season mm-hmm. um, as a coach. I know that's it's heartbreaking for you. That's the, the bad part of this business. But um, how much of a loss is, is that? And do you, do you feel like your offensive line can shuffle and, and and be as good as it as it has been?
0: Yeah, I don't know how you really measure that. Um, Nick uh, really had emerged as a, the leader of the team, uh, and uh, you know he's a good player he has been here a long time. He was here a year before I was here, um, so I feel terrible for him. yeah uh, you know, there's silver lining and everything you know he, he'll probably be he 'll be eligible for an extra season next year, but he 's got a long recovery process and uh, I thought the guys really stepped up. Tyler Stevens really stepped up at right tackle, went from left guard to right tackle, and Carter Miller went to left guard and you know we got toner who's Alternated snaps at guard last year can be plugged in. So, uh, this is going to be a big challenge this week. South Alabama is really good inside. Uh, and the guards and center will be challenged.
2: Yeah, um, he, obviously, you, you've gotten off to some fast starts and then had some teams come back on you in the third quarter. But your guys have kind of stepped up and made the plays. All right. Late in games that they needed to. Is there – is there something to, I guess, you know, having maybe that mid-game lull, for lack of a better word, or is the guys playing a lot of snaps on defense?
0: I think we're still learning, you know, a lot about this team. Like, Virginia got off to a fast start because we had a good first drive and blocked a punt. So it's not like we had dominated the game. We just happened to make a couple pl- a good drive and blocked a punt, and we were up two touchdowns within about three or four minutes. Uh, this past game, Like I said before, it's probably as good as I've seen us play for about a quarter and a half since I've been here to start a game. Um, But anytime you go on the road, uh, you know, those fans are just itching to get in the game. And they had a good crowd. And, you know, they were cheering when they fair caught the kickoff because, you know, and got their first first down like they had won the game. And we gave the crowd an opportunity to get in the game, give them the momentum. And then you could see their energy level change, and you could just see the whole game tilt a little bit. And, uh, and we did some things that sort of allowed that to happen too. Uh, you know, you play a power five team, there's going to be ebbs and flows in that game. You play a team like Troy on the road who won the conference championship, there's going to be ebbs and flows in that game. And obviously Saturday was. You know, it was reminding me of the Sam Houston game quite a bit uh, at one point. Um, So, yeah, we'd love to play uh, four quarters of football. That's always the goal. I think the one thing we really need to do, we need to play better in the third quarter. Like last year and the year before, we were really good at the end of the half and really good in the third quarter. And we have really not been good at all. In the third quarter, of the last three games, especially on offense, especially on offense, and uh, and we got to get better at third down on offense. The last two weeks, we haven't been very good.
2: And you kind of related to that. You, you you've spoken before about how you know fans think all the adjustments happen in the locker room at halftime, but they're happening continually throughout the game. Um, is that something I guess we've seen you, your staff, your players all do a good job of? Is the adjustments late in the game where?
0: They are kind of taking that momentum back. There's adjustments, but, but you know, sometimes it's just execution. You know, make the six-yard throw. <laughs> um, you know, um, have the proper leverage in your coverage. Be in the right gap on the D line. Block the right guy on the O line. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, it's not always about the X's and O's you know sometimes it's about playing fast playing hard and playing right and and playing well
2: coach you've talked a lot um, throughout the road trip about how hard it is to play against hostile away crowds how much would you say that your team is looking forward to playing in a sold out bridge for this week kind of in contrast
0: we don't mind going on the road and playing we've proven over the years that We kind of like that challenge. The trips are hard. When you get back from Troy at 4 in the morning and Utah State at 8 in the morning, you know, and you're in the office a few hours later, it makes for kind of a hard day. Uh, And, you know, the the team, you know, they've got schoolwork still. You know, they're not pro athletes. Uh, We're really looking forward to getting back to home, uh, playing in front of our crowd, where people are cheering on our good plays, and... uh, You know, it'll make for a much smoother routine uh, Friday and Saturday.
2: Would you say that these games, like obviously it's family weekend, like having games called homecoming and family weekend, do you think that feeds into the excitement or kind of causes some unnecessary noise between the team?
0: I don't really have an opinion on the noise part of it. I mean, we're just happy to play at home. You know, we love playing at home. Our, Our fans are rowdy. They support us. Uh, we make good plays, the streamers are flowing. Uh, you know, it, there's, it's just a different uh, energy level when we make good plays, and uh, makes it tougher on the opposition.
2: During this three-game road trip, I feel like you guys won each of the games in a different way. Um, what does that do from a confidence standpoint, having kind of different formulas to win, especially with predominantly sunbelt opponents you guys are going to see the rest of the way?
0: I think it goes a long way because success breeds confidence. And our team believes that, you know, we're going to be successful. And you're right. They've all been a little bit different. uh, And they've all been very tight, close games. And uh, so, you know, it takes a team with a lot of character to win those close games over and over and over again.
1: Coach, can you talk about your defensive line a little bit and, again, it's pretty amazing the numbers bear out that, I mean, there's second, third, fourth, and fifth in tackles on the team. Defensive linemen don't do that very often. Right. For your guys to be able to do that, can you just kind of speak to that group and what they've done here through these four games?
0: Yeah, I think Pat Coons, first of all, does a great job with that group. Uh, our defensive line really has been very dominant since the second half of the Bucknell game. Uh, they were dominant in the Virginia game, even more dominant in the Troy game. And they were dominant Saturday night against Utah State. Um, Cromaw, Carpenter, Jalen Green, Kamara, uh, you know, have been the starting four. And uh, they've been putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback and stuff in the run. the linebackers are involved in that too, safeties in the run game. Uh, and then, you know, Tyreek Tucker's getting his snaps uh, as is Bush. And, uh, you know, when it's, it's a group right now that we've been able to count on week in, week out to have a dominant game. And we've challenged them week in, week out because they are the strength of the team. Uh, and it'll, we'll need another big game this week.
1: And to speak to that, talk about South Alabama's offense, obviously Carter Bradley, a veteran at quarterback, with Damian Webb, one of the best running backs in the conference. Uh, Lacey's really talented on the outside. Just kind of speak to, to what, what are some keys against them off- yeah. with your defense? Well,
0: again, it does start up front again uh, with, you know, winning the line of scrimmage, in the run, putting pressure on the quarterback. Uh, they got a lot of transfers on the offensive line, uh, power five guys, Tennessee, a lot of SEC transfers. They're big. Um, Bradley is a very experienced quarterback. Had a really, uh, really, really good year last season. Had some really good games this season. He's got a good arm. He's tall. He can throw it. Sees the field. Uh, The running back, Webb, may have been a leading rusher in the conference last season. About 5'7", 210, 15, tough tackle, runs really hard. Then the backup is, is a speedy guy, 14 um you know at wide receiver they have a lot of speed but obviously four is uh at a different level in terms of you know his production what he puts on tape you got to know where he's at all the time but all those guys can run and they got good tight ends too and they got nice offensive design so uh you know there's a reason why a lot of people picked them first in the west and They won so many games last year, and they return a lot of people.
1: And how about their defense real quick hit on that side, just what you see?
0: Defense was very high statistically last season. Uh, Base out of a three-down, you get some four-down presentations. Uh, Two real big guys inside Uh, They are athletic and can move. They roll about five guys in there. Um, So uh, the ends are good. The backers are good. Uh, You know, secondary is good. They're good. You know, they mix up the calls, uh, try to keep you off balance. They put really good pressure on the quarterback, and they haven't given up many yards rushing.